Chapter 25 Kids Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and avenger. Psalm 8, verse 2 Okay, it's no secret that kids love Christmas and that they love Christmas more than really anything else in the world. Christmas is the best time to be a kid. School lets out for two weeks. There's fun music everywhere. The movies are sweeter. The smells are more cinnamony. The cookies are more plenteous. And of course, you get to bring a tree inside your house, cover it with shiny stuff, and load up a ton of presents under it. This time of year just feels magical. And in all the stories, amazing stuff is always happening at Christmas. Tiny Tim lives, and Scrooge becomes his best friend. The Grinch's heart grows three sizes, so that he gives all the presents back to the Who's and then carves the roast beast himself. And even Charlie Brown's friends decide to help him decorate that sad little tree and end up wishing him a Merry Christmas. If you're a kid at Christmas time, You don't have to pay for anything, and everyone is happier as they throw gifts and cookies at you like there's no tomorrow. And our kids are no different. They love Christmas. Our house has been filled with Christmas music, Christmas movies, Christmas cookies, and our kids are so excited counting down the days. Our son has a stocking that's sort of like an advent calendar with 25 little numbered pockets on it and a star on a string made out of felt attached so that you can move the star to a different numbered pocket for every day of December. The thing is, this little dude cannot remember where he put his shoes or his jacket the instant he pulls them off, but he remembers that advent stocking without fail. He has advanced that little felt star on the string every single day of this month. He can't wait to do it. The kids know how many presents are under the tree and which ones are for them. The other day they told me their entire Christmas morning plan with a detailed logistical description of when they are waking up and how they are going to get us up for the festivities. I think most people would probably say that kids love Christmas so much because of the presents. For a lot of people, their view of children is that they're really just a bunch of tiny hedonists who want to capitalize on the tradition and general goodwill of the season in order to fill their own pockets. But I see it a little differently. Don't get me wrong. I know kids love presents and candy, but I think there's more depth to a child's fascination with Christmas. Ask a man in his 60s what he loved about Christmas as a kid, and watch the nostalgic smile creep across his face as an old and deep satisfaction sneaks up on his heart. He won't tell you about the presents he got as a kid, or at least that won't be the main thing he'll tell you about. He will almost always say that he loved Christmas because his dad was fun at Christmas, or because his parents got along on that day. Like Scrooge and the Grinch and Charlie Brown's friends, The miracle of Christmas lies in the fact that somehow, and for some reason, people are their best versions of themselves at Christmas. When the tree is up and Bing Crosby is crooning through the speakers, we're our best us. And I don't think this is about us simply being on our best behavior. I think there really is a magic in the air at Christmas. It's not that we're merely more polite. It's that we're more like kids around this time. We smile more. 
We sing more. We spend money more liberally. And in general, we just enjoy the moment more. If there's snow, you'll find old men throwing snowballs. If there's ice, you'll find older couples skating. There's more slow dancing at Christmas. More fast dancing at Christmas. And more sugar, like, in everything. The Christmas season is like a big time machine that takes us all back to being kids again. And I think that has to do with the fact that Christmas is about joy. When the angel announced the birth of Jesus to a bunch of shepherds in their fields, he said, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. The Christmas story is a story about joy. God had come to save his people from themselves. All of the old promises were coming true. The days of the oppressor were now numbered. Our great defender and true hope had arrived on the scene. The very stars in the sky lined up to sing his name. Angels burst into visible reality. Foreign diplomats risked their lives just to see him, give him gifts, and worship his name. The whole of creation seemed to conspire together with ancient prophecies and the deepest longings of every desperate heart, and it all centered around a baby. It's like a fairy tale that just jumped right off the page and came true in the best possible way. It's the most beautiful story of the Mighty One laying aside His power to become a servant. It's the story of a hero who would do anything to rescue the one He so dearly loved. It's a story filled with amazing it-just-so-happened moments that all point to a merciful and all-powerful designer calling the shots for our very best. It's like magic, motivated by love, that fills and overwhelms the heart like nothing else can. But more than all that, Christmas is about Him. It's about Jesus Himself. And He is where the joy of the thing really takes off. His is the heart and personality that truly shines through the details. He is the total that is more than the sum of the story's parts. He is the force and the fire of joy that can change the heart and then the whole world. You see, it's not just that a baby came. It's that the baby was Jesus. It's not just that the Old Testament prophecies were all fulfilled. It's that He is the one who fulfilled them all. He is the difference. He is the beauty and light behind everything that truly fills and satisfies a heart. Just read about Him. Just watch Him. Just listen to Him. There is no one like Him. A thousand years before the first Christmas, King David said, Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and avenger. So, the Messiah would build up a stronghold against his enemies using the praises of children? Now, if you take a second and think about it, that is a very strange thing to say. Children are weak. They're defenseless. How can the words of a bunch of kids be a stronghold? How can the praises of kids silence the foe and avenger, as David said? And yet, it happened. When Jesus entered Jerusalem on his last week before the cross, 
little kids lined the streets of the city, running in front of him and all around him, singing old psalms and praising him. Save us, son of David, they sang as they danced and laughed and clapped and waved palm branches. The Pharisees and other religious leadership told Jesus to silence these kids. Do you hear what they're saying? They asked him. And Jesus responded by quoting David's prophecy of the Messiah. It was as if Jesus was saying, Yeah, I hear him. And this is exactly what David said would happen when I came. The joy of little kids would be my defense. It happened then, and it happens still. Jesus, by his unbelievable love, is winning hearts. He has won mine. And I can tell you that the more I fall in love with him, the more my life fills with joy. The more I know him, the more Christmas comes in my heart. The more I love him, the more he is transforming me into the best version of me. The more I grow, the more I actually go back. He's turning back the clock and making me that joyful kid full of hope and longing for the magic of Christmas. And I love him, and my praise joins the praises of every childlike joyful heart that has found goodness, tenderness, grace, and love, because our hearts have found Jesus. Behold, I bring you good news of great joy answering prayers, keeping promises, a Savior has come, just like he said he would. Merry Christmas. This audiobook was written, read for you, recorded, and produced by me, Lee Younger, at Christ Community Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Copyright 2019, Broken Snare Songs. Our musical score was performed by Zach Hughes in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to hear more of Zach's instrumental music, follow INST on Spotify. That's all caps, INST. Our cover art was created by Hannah Baggett in Brevard, North Carolina. And you can find more of Hannah's work by following her Instagram account, at Known Creative. That's at K-N-O-W-N-K-R-E-A-T-I-V. Everything you've heard went from my computer to your ears because of the help of Ian Gothert in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Thanks for listening.